Garfiri Japan. Faders, welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And as you fine folks know, Got Faded Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. And uh, this is episode, um, this is uh, episode uh, 654. Oh, shit. 654321. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 867530. No, no, my numbers are all bad. I'm bad with math. That's why I've got an accountant. Actually, I've got two accountants because I'm so bad with math. But yes, Scotty, welcome to the show. And you are good with math. Uh, what episode is this one more time? 654. That's right. 654. Dude, I can't believe it's episode 654. I think we're going to stop on episode number 666. I think if you're Uh-oh. ever going to stop a podcast, that's the number to do it. <laughs> Very good luck number. Yeah. (laughs) It's a terrible end to a terrible podcast, man. It's like (laughs) the Cramps album. You ever listen to the Cramps? Never. Oh, my God. All right. I'm going to change your world later. The Cramps has an album called Bad Music for Bad People. And it's one of my favorite albums of all time, dude. It's like the Mm -hmm. best Cramps album. And uh, yeah, this is a bad podcast for bad people or for alcoholics. Speaking of drinking, Scotty, um. I have this drink special for this evening. It's a, a Jim Beam highball, but I've never seen this can before. Oh, looks gross. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty bad. <laughs> uh, all those, uh, all those highballs at the convenience, man. Ugh, I'm gonna puke. Uh, well, I'm trying to watch my figure, man. This mm. pie. Oh shit! That, those are better than the chew highs because those chew highs are poison. Swear. Oh, dude, chew highs. Oh, dude, all right. If you're gonna drink a chew high, you gotta drink those strong nines because it's it's insane. It's insane. Disgusting. Yeah. Oh, it's super disgusting. But if you drink like one of those, you are fucking blitzed. You're like, oh you're shit. Pretty lit. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're pretty lit. Yeah. They totally. give you really bad hangovers. They really give you bad hangovers, though. Uh, just, uh, I, I always say never again, but I always end up doing it somehow. <laughs> Uh, the new name for Sunday morning. Uh, yeah, yeah dude, those, those have, things have so many flavors too, like, like pineapple, light, uh, <laughs> lychee, cherry, strawberry. They come out with everything. Ask yeah. It pretty much, if you could think of any kind of bubblicious bubblegum flavor, they got it as a yeah, chai. Very sugarish. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's where you get a hangover, man. It's all the sugar. Yeah, it's a cotton candy. Oh, cotton candy is good. It's kind of like vapes. Remember like a couple of years ago, they had like all these different like flavors of vapes. Dude, That's it's right. the same thing yeah. with Chew Highs. But Chew Highs get you fucked up. If you drink three of those strong nines, you can't drive for a week, man. Like three mm. days later, you're still like, I don't think I should drive home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, vapes, man. Didn't they call those like pussy sticks or something? <laughs> oh, those things? Pussy Even sticks? All of it. All the fruity uh, colors and uh, sorry, fruity flavor. Yeah, the South Park called it that. South Park called it pussy sticks. Yeah, well, and you know, if you're not smoking a cigar, it's a pussy stick. (laughs) If you're not inhaling any smoke, well, the cigars are awesome, man. You got, I mean, the flavors are just so, I mean, it's hard to describe flavors and it, yeah, smoke, yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, I love, well. I love a good cigar every so often. And I smoke a cigar these days, maybe once every two or three months. I don't right. smoke cigars as much as I used to. Like back in the day before Corona, like when I was like really partying, man, I would smoke a cigar like every two weeks, man. Oh man. Cohibas. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Mm. I remember seeing you at 
our gigs smoking that big fatty. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking, oh, I love the big fat Al Capone cigars, man. Those are mm. fucking dope, dude. Boy, yeah. Oh, man. But I don't know. Like when I smoke a cigar, I want to be out hanging out with friends who are smoking cigars or drinking and stuff. You know, when you're like home alone, like drinking, smoking a cigar is like, eh. I mean, it's cool. I enjoy it, but it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's just like, it's more of a social thing for me. You know, when I smoke a cigar, I want to have a good conversation, you know, yeah. talk about uh, music or movies or books or art or something. You know, I don't want to like just smoke a cigar and watch like the Sopranos and think I'm a badass or something, you know? <laughs> I do that all the time. Well, like, when I watch Game of Thrones, like they're always drinking wine in that TV show. So I'm always popping open a bottle of wine whenever I watch that. Oh man. Well, at least you're not watching yeah. Breaking Bad. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, yeah. When I watch Breaking Bad, I, I, I kind of <laughs> take out the mess. <laughs> I can never watch that show sober. <laughs> I watch a whole season no, in a row. I, I never remember. <laughs> I don't even know what episode I'm on anymore. Oh god, oh that's terrible. <laughs> that's a bad joke. That's a bad joke. These shows man. have bad emphasis, man. <laughs> Telling you. Oh, got finished your panel. Wait until we get into the news. Oh man. Oh man! Speaking of news, man, you got a tattoo, man. Can you show me? Yeah, um, kind of hard to see in the light. Maybe you can see it. Oh, dude, that I, looks I, awesome. Was that an angel? I think I gotta stand it up. It is. It looks better if it was clear. Very uh, detailed. It's got some a little bit of white in there. Nice. White hair, a little white tear. I, I doubt you can see it, but no, um, no, my my camera sucks. Fresh, freshly new today. I was I was punished for a three hour. <laughs> wow. Wait, she did that. Your 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 tattooist is a lady, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. And she did that whole thing in three hours. Yeah. Fuck, dude. That Actually, is we came up we came up with the design uh really fast. Um it's um I guess I should prom- promote her. She's a stroker tattoo in Machida. Uh she very good artist. She's all done, done pretty much all my tattoos, so Cool. Um, She's Japanese. Japanese, yeah. Speaks English. Speak not really, but a little bit enough to. I mean, I speak enough to get everything. Like, if you're like, don't speak any Japanese. She's still fine, I think. Nice. It's cool. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, man. The last it was three hours, right? I was, yep. I guess there's you get like two breaks and like. I don't talk at all during the sessions and we don't talk at all. She's just, you know, killing me <laughs> with the needle. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just waiting for a break. Like there's the music was, I did not like the music they were playing. It was just like all these bands with auto tune and like all the singing <laughs> crap. And I was counting how many songs were played until I had a break. So every 10 songs was like a 30 minutes. <laughs> so I had, you know, that's what I was thinking. So 20 songs, was an hour so i had to take a break that was my mindset and the last hour man I, or sorry the last 30 minutes yeah. she was killing me punishing me man i was yeah i forgot how painful tattoos really are like it's easy to come up like, hey i'm gonna get a tattoo and i'm gonna get one fast but when you go there and you're like oh wait it hurts <laughs> <laughs> you kind of forget. <laughs> like you really want one, and you're like, "Wait a minute, yeah, you really have to work to get one." So yeah, it hurt really bad actually this time. So I think this is my last one. So it's actually well, for my daughter. So well, it's a, it's a beautiful tattoo, but I mean, also it's the placement, dude. I mean, all right. So for yeah. all you faders that are listening, uh, yeah, Scotty got a tattoo on the inside of his upper arm. Was it the tricep, bicep, tricep, right? Yeah, whatever. It's like right below his armpit. Now, dude, that skin right there. Yeah, yeah. dude, that's paper thin skin, dude. Paper thin, dude. That's like tracing paper skin, dude. Yeah. So getting a tattoo right there, that's like the most painful. That your toes and I think your ribs are like the most painful places. I think like right on the bone. Say like I got this tattoo here. Yeah. It's in Thai, right? And straight on the bone and like really kind of hurt gave me a little bit of headache during i'm glad it's, it was small because oof, i don't know 
maybe people have different uh, threshold and pain elsewhere. So I don't know. But yeah, this, um, I think like when it first started, it was mm-hmm. fine. But like you said, the last hour and anything like you're just cutting into the wound, you know, it, it's just, oh man. It was brutal. Huh? And you don't drink before, during, or after you get your tattoos, right? No, but I got kind of wasted. Was it? What, what today? Today's Tuesday, right? Today's so Tuesday, I got, yeah. I got pretty wasted on Sunday because I had a gig on Sunday. I got pretty wasted. And then I had 24 hours to sober up <laughs> to get this tattoo. <laughs> so, yeah. Unless, like, uh, I guess when you drink before your tattoo, like, the you bleed a lot more and it's yeah, hard it for the artist to, yeah, thins your blood and it's hard for the artist to, you know, do a good job, I guess, but that's why they recommend not drinking. And then afterwards, of course, you know, alcohol kind of, you need to heal your body. So I guess it's recommended 48 to 72 hours right after the tattoo, you can't drink. So. Wow, that's now, wild, a lot man. of people don't follow that, but <laughs> I've never followed that. I think every single tattoo, except for the one I got when I was 14, I've had alcohol before, after, mm. and even sometimes during. Nice. <laughs> during, that's cool. I'm sure it, some, it's fine, but the last time I drank alcohol, um, I, said, I, I said this before, but last time I drank alcohol, one of my tattoos was like bubbling up and it didn't go well so i stopped drinking alcohol due to that problem Jesus. I had with it. Yeah. oh my god so you were drinking after you got the tattoo done and then your yeah. tattoo started bubbling up dude what the fuck were you drinking <laughs> probably two highs nine <laughs> percent uh, dude seriously man that's like bubblegum gasoline yeah that's, that's that's probably what did it Oh my God. That's wild, dude. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I've, I've never had a problem and um, yeah, actually I, I kind of enjoy drinking after you get a tattoo. It's like after you get your tattoo, you get that. I need like, one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you definitely need one. I mean, you don't drink, you need a bottle, but um, yeah, man, it's just like, you get the, yeah, when you get punished like that. Yeah. It's stressful, yeah. man. When you get punished and you know, pricked and pride like that. I, I needed a beer right after, but oh, I'm sure wow. I could have had one, but I just didn't. It's too big, you know, and I just wanted to heal correctly, you know. So I, I'm just not going to drink. So sorry, got faded. Hey, to each their own. Oh, no, no, nobody cares, man. Hey, you know what? I've got uh, a couple of uh, highballs here. I've got a Scotch whiskey highball, almost a Scotch whiskey highball. Oh, no, yeah. That yeah. one is nasty. You ever had that? Oh, dude, I love these, dude. Yeah. You dude, like, it's 8%, like man. Math, you can't man. go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible, that one. Yeah, you know, well, you got to develop like, the that, taste. Isn't that kind of smoky taste? Mm-hmm. I forget. But it's yeah, like that. A, it's a weird, smoky, dryish highball, you know? And yeah. It tastes bad. No, you know, I you know, I thought it tasted bad at first, but it kind of grew on me a little bit, you know? I it, It's... I, I don't know. It's like natto. You know, the first time you you eat natto, you're like, what the fuck? You know, that why are people <laughs> eating this shit, dude? This is nasty. Yeah. It smells yeah. like feet, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it smells like fucking dead man's feet, right? But that, mm-hmm. after a while, you know, I mean, you're surrounded by people eating natto all the time. You you have a little bit or you have like a, a sushi with natto on it or something. And, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of slowly develop the taste. And that's kind of what happened with me and these uh, scotch whiskey highballs, you know? Mm. Hmm. They misspoke. Yeah, whiskey. but way different than natto. One is healthy and one isn't. <laughs> okay. All right. That's definitely true. Natto is actually fantastic. I mean, Super for your body, yeah. it's fermented beans. That's really nasty. But you know, supposedly if you it's, eat it's natto, good, it's actually a good. It's a good hungover food. Like um. What? Yeah. Natto. Hmm. You eat that and you feel like a million, but like miso soup, Whoa. natto and fish is the best like hungover food ever wait are you getting this from a convenience store are you making it is your wife making it you know inquiring minds need to know you can get it from a convenience store or they have these miso packets that you use and the fish is easy to cook so i don't know I don't know, man. When I'm hungover, dude, I need some greasy, nasty shit, dude. I'm having like eggs with 
sriracha and fucking i don't know cheese or maybe mcdonald's or something dude i'll eat some nasty greasy ass mcdonald's i never eat mcdonald's but if i'm hungover for some reason that shit just puts me right i don't know if it's the oils the breads like the uh, quote-unquote meat or whatever i don't know maybe it's the caffeine in the coffee but for some reason man mcdonald's kind of does me good you know yeah mcdonald's i don't eat sober (laughs) nobody should except for kids (laughs) I would say, um, what's the good one? I like Burger King better. I like a Whopper. A Whopper's good. Whopper, you know, like is, a nice Whopper. Yeah, Whopper in Japan tastes the same as a Whopper in America. It does. Yeah. Yeah, Very that's good. good. Here. Yeah. Um, like, McDonald's that actually tastes a little bit better you here than it does. In, I don't remember, to be honest. So I don't really eat McDonald's. But um, yeah. Yeah. Big Mac once in a like once in a blue moon. Yeah. But when you are drunk, you're right. Oh, or, no, sorry, great hungover. drinking food. Yeah, it kind of like mops up all the booze in your stomach. But uh yeah, actually the weird thing is when I go back to the state, not weird, but when I go back to the states, I never eat fast food. You know, I'm like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm back in the states. Or when I go to Europe, you know, I completely just refuse to eat fast food, you know, mm-hmm. like my friends, like I'm, I'm in Europe. My friends like, Johnny, why did we go get to McDonald's? I'm like, no, fuck that shit, Hans. We're going to get some fucking donuts. We're going to get some fucking sausage and we're going to get some beers. And like, but we eat that every day. I'm like, hell yeah, that's what I want to eat. The stuff that you guys eat every day. I don't want to eat McDonald's in Japan. Every so often when I'm wasted. Yes. But when I go back, to, when I go to any country, nah, man, I want to eat like the cuisine of the country. Even though McDonald's is kind of the cuisine of, of America, but yeah. Oh man! When I go back to Arizona, when I go back to Arizona, it's all Mexican food. Hell that's yeah, it. dude! That, that's no. all I eat. Nothing dude. else. <laughs> right. Arizona Mexican food is actually pretty amazing, from what I understand. Now I got to ask you a question: In Japan, it's the best. In the States. Oh yeah, it's the best in the states. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Okay. I would well, say, I mean, I, I'm sure California will say, oh, they're better. But no, man, Arizona is top. I, I lived in California, too. Arizona is the top Mexican food place in the States. Of course, when you go to Mexico, it's, it's, it's authentic there. And Yeah. So, all right. My question is, in Japan, what place has the best Mexican food? My house. <laughs> Bravo! Bravo! That, that's all. That's all you can get. Your house. Okay. All right. All right. So what's no second, What's second best? Second best. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Navarro's house. <laughs> Mike. Oh, yeah. Of course. Well, I mean, he's Mexican. Yeah. Oh man. Honestly. I don't, I don't, I, I just don't eat Mexican here because I'm always disappointed. Uh, it's just not good. Uh, I don't know what they get wrong at spices or something. It's just not made right. You know, I don't know. It, of course, there's some places I haven't tried and all that, but you know, I'm always skeptical and I don't even try because, yeah. Okay. Have you been a junkadelic in Nakamegro? Terrible. Terrible. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I went there with Harry, one of our sponsors, Harry from Harry's Sandwich Company. Like, uh, I went there on my birthday like two years ago and stuff. We went in there and stuff. We had like uh, some tequila shots and we had burritos. And he's like, I love this Mexican food. I'm like, you got to have a burrito sandwich. He's like, fuck that. Too much work. But um, yeah, dude, uh, that we like that place. It was good. I mean, we were wasted when we went in there, but Junkadelic, that's a no. Um, they put too much rice and beans in it. I don't know. The burritos are not that good for me. Uh, I'm used to the Arizona carne burrito, Filiberto's. You ever heard that place in the states? No, that's no, you, you God damn. Once you had, once you taste something good, it's hard to replicate that. You know, so that's why maybe it's not good for me. So it's uh, like authentic Kobe beef when you have real like there's a lot of like not fake Kobe beef but there's a lot of like shitty Kobe beef outside Japan and even inside Japan right but when you go to a real Mm -hmm. Kobe beef Kobe beef restaurant right and you have the real deal you're just like holy shit 
this is the way yeah. steak is supposed to taste. This is this exactly. is incredible. This is insane. I want time to slow down so I can enjoy the steak for a long, 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 long time. Then after that, whenever you have a steak, you know, you're just like, uh, you know, it's a steak. It's good. But, you know, it's not as good, you know. So that's what you're saying about Arizona Mexican food. And it's just like anything else. I mean, I'm, I'm probably sounding really snobbish, but, uh-huh. you know. Once you have like, once you have the best food, yakitori even, right? You have a, yeah. a good yakitori place in Yoyogi, Urahara. And once you have that good, it's like, it's it, you can't go back to the the um, shitty uh, chains anymore. You know, it's it's just not, it's just like junk food, to be honest. Uh, you know? I know exactly it's, what you're it's saying. It's dangerous to do that. It's because da- it's, it's very expensive, right? So it's dangerous to do that to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the same thing with hoke. You know, that fish that's cut in half, that's like side grilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hoke, dude, that shit is fucking amazing. I had some amazing hoke. Then after that, everything kind of sucks. So basically you're saying, okay, so faders, when you come to Japan, eat ghetto food. Don't right. eat good food because if you don't eat, eat good, good food, food, don't go to any Ginza sushi house. Don't go to any Yakiniku restaurant in Nakameguro or Meguroku. Stay away from those places. Eat at the cheapest places because after you do that, you can go anywhere and eat Japanese food and you're going to be happy forever, dude. But once you go to Ginza and you have Jiro Sushi or whatnot, dude, you are going to be spoiled and then you can yep. never eat sushi again. Every day for the rest of your life, you're going to be craving that shit, dude. You're going to be Dracula without eat, having like a drop of blood for like 10 years. You're like, oh, man. One time in 94, I went to Jito Sushi and it was like the best thing ever since then. Oh, I can't eat sushi. Yeah, you don't want to be that asshole, man. You you want to fucking enjoy sushi. So don't eat the best. Actually, for, sushi, for sushi, though, it's in Japan, everywhere is good. You know, it's, 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 uh, I know, uh, what's that place? Uh, this is a place I went to. Jito's uh, trainer was the owner of the restaurant and it's great sushi. But like in Japan, you can eat supermarket sushi and it tastes fantastic. You know what I mean? Well, compared to the States. Yeah. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Yeah. That big beach in Arizona, you know, with all the sea. (laughs) I love fishing in Arizona. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. That's uh, not a good fish place. No. California (laughs) is good, though. California has uh, good fish. Yeah, 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 yeah. California's got some great stuff uh, over there, or great restaurants, you know, especially San Francisco, the the Japanese restaurants in Japan. Right. Well, but at least know, when I was there, yeah, it was. It was NorCal, man, NorCal is really nice. Uh, Monterey, great places. Uh, you got Moss Landing up there. Seafood, mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, so you lived in San Francisco, too. Yeah, yeah, I lived in San Francisco for seven years, man. Mm-hmm. Seven long years. Yeah, I did a stretch there. <laughs> <laughs> what's that mean i don't know it's a prison term i didn't go to prison or anything but yeah were you stretched i, I did a dime <laughs> i got stretched in san francisco man i don't want to talk about it don't want to say don't want to say it like that right <laughs> yeah 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 I, I did a dime in san francisco yeah in alcatraz <laughs> mm. welcome no, to the rock yeah, welcome to the yeah, 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 yeah. I, I live mostly in uh, the tender knob, but I spent some time. I spent some time, man, in Petrol Hill in Hate Ashbury. Castro. No, not in the Castro. No, the the furthest west I got was probably Fillmore. Fillmore. So I, I stayed in the actually was it called the Fillmore Center? That that huge like a uh, like apartment complex where all the it was like a cookie cutter kind of place. It was kind of uh, bad. It's like right yeah. across the street from like a, the Western edition when that was like hardcore. Yeah. That was, that was an interesting time, man. The nineties were great in Frisco though. Everybody was an artist, a comedian in a heavy metal band, a punk rock band, or pretty much jobless or, or worked at a cafe. That was it. Right. <laughs> it was awesome. Or a dot com company. Let me think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. California was good in nineties. So great. Northern California, San Francisco was awesome in the 90s, man. It was like the best time of my life, dude. Dude, it was you go to San Francisco now. It's terrible. Huh? Dude, let me tell you this, man. On Bush and Leavenworth, I lived at this apartment Mm -hmm. called was it 1091 Bush Street, right? I lived in an apartment 610, right? And this is like the top floor of this apartment, right? And if I open up my window (laughs) and I looked, I stuck my head out and I looked what left. 
I, I was on top of this huge hill. I would see mountains all the way, like mm. hundreds of miles down mountains, right? But if I t- looked right, I would see Grace Cathedral, right? It was like this beautiful mm. view, beautiful view, beautiful, beautiful location. Yeah. I had a two-bedroom apartment with two walk-in closets, two Murphy beds, uh, shitty little bathroom, shitty little kitchen, and me and my roommate, girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, of course, at the time, we only paid $840. A month, right? A month. Jesus. $840, $840. Across the street was a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and around the corner. That's a good the, selling point. Well, you know, I mean, it was the 90s. And then around the corner, there was like this cafe that had beers that were $3, dude. Uh, during mm-hmm. happy hour, I think it was like even $2. It was like the best location, man. I could walk to my, my work within maybe 15, 20 minutes. I mean, it was like so great. And I always complained about it. I was like, man, fuck this, dude. Rent sucks. I hate rent. <laughs> hate these hills, blah, 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 blah. If I had a DeLorean, I'd go back and I'd punch myself in the teeth. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is the best it's ever gonna get it's all downhill from here johnny it is, it is man i'm telling you like uh i uh, wish we can go back in time uh, definitely the 90s was uh great you know, oh yeah in san francisco you like I was, I was saying earlier san francisco now i mean it's like it's gross it's, it's human shit everywhere um of course there's a homeless problem there and it's never going to be fixed doesn't seem like anybody cares, you know? Yeah, yeah, lots there's of no weird way. People, lots of people on drugs. It's out of control, oh, yeah. man. Really out of control. I've uh, been back there. Like, that was only like a couple years ago, a few years ago. Oh, no shit. Dirty. It was a, sad to see that. I mean, it used to be a beautiful city. Oh, uh, God, yeah. It was gorgeous. Yeah, I went back in uh, 2014, and it wasn't that bad. I mean, mm-hmm. you could tell that she was kind of – it was a way different – but it wasn't that it wasn't that bad. But when I see videos or anything on TV or not TV, I'm uh, just called YouTube. I'm just like, what the fuck happened to my city, dude? Yeah, man. There's no when that dude. Japan's like the best place to live in the whole fucking world, dude. This this place is like amazing. It's great. Faders, if you're listening to Guy Faded Japan, you're fucking awesome. And if you're fucking awesome, move to Japan. We want you guys to move here. Everybody else, don't tell your friends. Very clean but, city. Uh, yeah, clean. Fucking people are pretty polite, you know. Oh man, it's fantastic. Even though I got a podcast, no, no Japan, human shit on the sidewalk. <laughs> I gotta think. Have I ever? I've seen a lot of piss and a lot of puke, but I don't think I've ever seen feces in Japan. I haven't. Not even dog feces that much. No, no, right? I've never seen. I've seen a lot of vomit in Shibuya and uh, Shinjuku. I've, I've done the vomiting. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. No comment. But mm. I've never, ever seen feces. I mean, you got to admit, dude, for Tokyo is a huge city mm. with a population of like, I mean, within inner, inner Tokyo, it's like 13 million. Dude, mm. it is hard to see an area that's kind of dirty. Like I was in like this nice area of Brooklyn. I was in Williamsburg and still, dude, I was like walking. I was like, oh, oh, feces, oh, oh needles. Oh, oh, I had to play. What was that? Hopscotch. We got to jump on one foot just to avoid getting fucking like stabbed with yeah. needles and fucking dog shit and human feces or whatever, dude. It was crazy. And that was a good part of Brooklyn. Right. Yeah. When I lived in Brooklyn, the street was a trash can pretty much. Well, you lived in Brooklyn in the 80s, though. Yeah. That was like when it was like, you know, like really bad, dude. I saw a documentary about uh, Jean-Michael Basquiat and um, yeah, dude, they, they showed some like footage of Brooklyn and dude, it looked like fucking a bomb went off there, dude. It was crazy, dude. Like some like like apartment buildings were just like hollowed out, dude, where you couldn't even walk anywhere. It was it's crazy, man. It kind of looked like Detroit. <laughs> yeah. And Brooklyn was a big uh, mob city, so. Dude, all of New York has been a mob city since like the beginning of time. Yeah, I mean, well, especially in the 80s, there was a lot of killing, you know, with the John Gowdy stuff, you know, Sammy DeVoe and all that. Yeah. There's a lot of that going around. Yeah, it was pretty dangerous there. But, uh, you know, I mean, I never really had a problem there, but, you know, it's, I grew up there. But looking back at it, it's like, wow, that was just a really crazy cool is really cool than i'm from there to be honest but uh it's just wow i can't i, I survived it 
<laughs> when I was 12 years old, living in the ghetto. Oh, man. Pretty much, man. When I moved to Arizona, I thought I was the biggest badass there ever was. But Brooklyn makes you feel that way. So, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, Brooklyn's pretty expensive now, too, man. Well, it depends, I guess, in the area. Nope. Brooklyn is huge. You know, that's the one thing I like. I mean, I stayed in Brooklyn for two weeks when I got stranded there. But um, yeah, I, I didn't realize how huge Brooklyn is. Brooklyn is like like the size of like Shinjuku, if not big. No, Brooklyn's like twice, three times the same. Because like Brooklyn, if you're like in northern Brooklyn and you take trains or buses to get to southern Brooklyn, the south side, it, it takes like an hour, sometimes an hour and a half to get down there. Like that's yeah. huge. That's like that's like Tokyo. Maybe, maybe, maybe smaller. Well, it's smaller than Tokyo, obviously, but it's just like well, Japan is about as big as California, right? So yeah. Tokyo probably around the size of Brooklyn, maybe. Pretty close, I, I guess. So because, like, I mean, I don't know. I was in Williamsburg. And one of my friends, like, he he sent me a message. He's like, "Oh, let's get a drink in this bar. I'm in this neighborhood." So I did like the whole like Google like uh, directions kind of thing. And basically it was like, yeah, you could be there in an hour and a half. And I was like, an hour? that's impossible. You know, I, how, what, you know? And then I was like, well, I'll just take an Uber. And it was like an hour and 20 minutes. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like 10 minutes closer. I, I couldn't believe that's it. Man. Better. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and it was so expensive. I couldn't believe it. It was like maybe $60. Oh, man. Plus. Yeah. When I go yeah. back, I have to do it. When I go back to Arizona, it's always Uber, right? You can drink, though, you know? That's what's good about it. Oh, well, yeah, that's the best thing. I mean, but I, I do enjoy driving when I go back. When I go back and shit, yeah, I, I, I got to abuse my driver's license, you know? I'm like, who wants to go to the store? I don't need anything, but I want to drive, you know? Get in the car. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, kids. <laughs> I haven't driven in five years. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's not true. Here in Japan, I drive on the other side of the road. Oh, no, shit. No. You got to get your driver's license, by the way, man. I do. I still need to do that, man. Uh, just haven't. <laughs> I have so much things going on. I just, yeah, that's been the last thing on my mind. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, if you need any help getting a driver's license in Japan, fucking let me know, dude, because fucking yeah, yeah. it took me forever to get my driver's license. But now that I got it, I'm just like, dude, I got to help people. So whenever I like meet any other like international people and I'm like, Hey man, you got a driver's license. They're like, no, I'm like, let me help you get one. <laughs> <laughs> like, trust me, it was hell, but I, I know all the tricks, you know, but yeah, so getting cool. a driver's license, but dude, it's so stressful. Is it's, it's stressful. I, I, like I, I told you before I'd done it once and mm -hmm. I failed. It's mm -hmm. so stressful. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Getting a driver's. I was talking to Pablo the other day. Well, what, two weeks ago about getting a driver's mm -hmm. license. And he said, dude, it was like the most difficult thing I've ever done. And I've done a lot of crazy shit. And I was like, hell yeah, brother. It's the same thing for me, dude. Getting a driver's license in Japan was probably one of the most difficult things I've ever done. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like way more difficult than the SATs, SATs, ACTs, whatever, dude. Getting a driver's license in Japan, man, they it's no joke, man. They are fucking serious about that, dude. It is fucking stressful. It's oh, like, it's driving like you better do the basics. If you don't do any bait, if, if you don't do one single look in the mirror or just your mirror, fail you. Yeah, they right. fail you for any mistake. Any mistake. Any mistake. Yeah. Drive one hand, you're done. <laughs> oh, God, no, you do. I couldn't even imagine do that, dude. Oh, dude, I failed my first test. So mm -hmm. I had to take it the second time. And uh, in between my first test and my second test, it was like, what, three months? Because you so can why, hmm? why did you fail your first test? I was drunk, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should have said I wasn't drunk. <laughs> I drive so much better. No, 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 no. Do not drink and drive. Do not drink and drive. I'm only joking, faders. But no, 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 no. No, I was. That would be great. That right next to a cop. The, the police do that, right? Yeah, no, the whole thing, the whole thing, the whole building is run by the police. The only yeah, people yeah, who are yeah. not police officers are the janitors, right? Yeah. So, no, um, no, what I did was, um, I'm right, oh, got it, long story, but um, long story short, um, basically, the, the, the guy, the first time I took my driver's license, he was like quiet, he was like mumbling, right? 
So like uh, I get in the, the, the car and I, I do all the checks and whatnot and we're driving and stuff. So we're driving and he's like, and I'm like, what? I couldn't understand what he what he said, right? Because he was like, mm-hmm. kind of, he's speaking very quietly. So I I asked him, and then he he, he yelled at me. He's like, "Juice on by Miggy," and I was like, "Ah!" And I'm already like stressed. I'm already really nervous, right? I'm like, "Ah!" So so basically, he kind of put me on edge, like more yeah. edge than I was, right? And like that's what he what that was his style. He was just kind of like talking quietly, and then he was angry when he had to say it again. I, for some reason, I don't know. So anyway, like I was on edge and um, he it's said, huh? <laughs> sick of this, this guy's job he has to do. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got to be with this fucking dude. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, yeah. Like I was approaching like this corner and he t- told me to turn left. And then like, I, I thought he said left, but I wasn't sure. So I slowed down and I was like, uh, you know, and um, anyway, I decided to take a left because I that realized, I realized that I had to take a left. It was like the crank. And so mm. I, I eased up or whatever and I'm on edge. And like, basically I turned into it, but my tire touched the, uh, which I'm going to call it. Well, it kind of went over the, uh, the curb just a little bit, Oh, just yeah. a little bit. Then after that, dude, he's like, dame, dame, dame. You know, you're fucking, he's yeah. like, Awata. and I was like, oh man, dude. And then basically I, he basically took me to the front of the court. I had to drive to the beginning of the course. And then he's like, well, get out. And he gave me the slip. And he's like, you failed. And I was like, oh shit. And uh, yeah, it that sucks sucked, because dude. once you mess up, huh? Wait, it sucks. It's, it sucks because once you mess up, you still have to finish the course. <laughs> no, no, no. Basically we didn't finish it. After that, we just drove well, to the didn't? beginning. No, that was it. But this, oh, this is like at the beginning, not in the beginning, but in the middle of Corona. So basically, like, I think he just wanted me to get the fuck out of the car, <laughs> get the fuck out of the car. But um, anyway, yeah. So I failed the first time But this. I mean, he was he was just doing his job. That was just his style. It is what it is. But the second time I took it, the guy was so nice. Like I got in the car. He's like, Can you all? I'm like, whoa, you said hello to me. And he's like, oh, all right. We get a little chit chat. And then, you know, then I'm driving and he's all like, kind of like, all right. I'm like, okay. All right, cool. I, I get you 13. Take a right. You know? And, and he was like super cool. And I mean, I was on edge a little bit, but I mean, I wasn't like, like, shaky or anything like that and um mm-hmm. yeah i passed it the second time and it was totally cool and then afterwards the guy was all smiley and i was like oh i wanted to give the guy a hug i was like hey can you be my dad it's <laughs> like no, no no you fail now <laughs> mm. you asked me if i could be your father you are failed no so anyway yeah it, it's, it's an interesting process but uh, you got to get your driver's license man once you get your driver's license doors open up man you can go right. camping you can like drive around in like the mountains you know i mean if you want to go to like okinawa or hokkaido you don't have to like stick to like touristy areas and shit you can just like pop in a car or rent a car and just like fucking just go off or whatever and there's so many the fucking- <laughs> yeah dude Fucking also, man, you know, I want to go up and see Pee Wee up in uh, where he's at, Sasazuka or whatever. So, hmm. I mean, if, if you get a driver's license, I could drive halfway up there. Then you drive the other half or whatever. And it's like six hours. So that's three, three or whatever. That'd be kind of cool. Man, it's like driving to L.A. From Frisco. Far. Yeah. It's far. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally, man. It's it. But the thing is, though, it's kind of fun to drive, you know, so it's OK. Hold on. Fun to drink and drive. <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, oh shit, dude! Yeah, man, fucking, I sneezed. Did that out. <laughs> Wait, did you hear that, man? I put on the mute. No, it was the mute. All right, cool, cool. So I hit the mute when I sneezed. Oh god, man, yeah, holy crazy. Oh man. Scotty, man, conversation is awesome, but I think we got to get into the news, man. You ready for the news? Sure. Awesome, because I am getting faded. All right, faders, we are going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to read the news. we got five amazing, bizarre, crazy stories that we're going to get into. All right, we'll catch you in a second. Enjoy the commercials. Peace. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yapu. Come get your party on. 
Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit in Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit in Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors. Located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And there were so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. That's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good. It looks good. And it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade. Badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your feet on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. 
we look forward to feeding you. Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny, the one and only. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, yeah, last night we recorded the news and uh, yeah, there's some kind of problem with the audio. So uh, yes, that... uh, (laughs) that part of the show is in the abyss. But don't worry, don't worry. I'm a professional. I've been doing this for quite a while. And so I'm going to bilber this shit. I'm going to read the news and uh, we've got five glorious stories for you. That's right. Oh man, I remember back in the day, many, many, many moons ago, uh, me and uh, Shank used to read the news and we called it the top five because we had the top five best stories of the week. And then now we do eight stories, five stories, six stories, whatever. But I, you know, I, I kind of missed the uh, top five format. So I'm bringing it back, man. So here we go. Top five. First story. <clears throat> oh, just hold on a second. Uh, it wouldn't be got fit of Japan if I didn't have a drink, right? <laughs> Sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. You know, there's a percentage of people in the world that think that Sweet Caroline was sung by Elvis Presley. But no, 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 that is not true. It uh, was sung by Neil Diamond in 1969. Okay, facts. Speaking of facts, here's the news. Mother arrested for leaving three children at home while she went drinking. Okay, um, yes, that that is the question. Uh, Do you take your kids to the bar to get your fate on? Or do you leave them at home? Well, apparently you don't leave them at home. You take them to the bar. Okay, police in Kushiro, Hokkaido, have arrested a 21-year-old unemployed woman on suspicion of parental neglect after she left her three young children at home while she went out drinking for six hours. According to police, Emery Watanabe, a single mother, left her 19, 18, and 16-year-old kids alone. (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) The kids were four years old and two sons aged two and eight months. Oh, my God. That is so young. Um, At home between 2.30 a.m. and 8.20 a.m. Sunday, Kyoto News reported. Oh, my goodness. Well, if you are going to leave your kids at home, that's pretty much the time to do it. (laughs) But I mean. No, actually, don't do that. Don't listen to me. Don't leave your kids at home. Don't leave. And these aren't even kids. These are babies. My gosh. Two and eight months. Oh my God, they're like, these are like real babies. You know, they're they're not just like, oh, the kid's a baby. No, no, these are like super babies. Like these kids can't do anything. I mean, they, they, all they do is cry and poop. That's it. Um, Okay, moving forward. A neighbor saw the two oldest children, wait, which were four-year-old daughter and two sons aged two and eight months. Oh, oh, age two, which means two years old. And eight months. Okay, and eight months old. Okay, all right. That's written a little weird. So one kid is four, one kid is two years old, and then the baby is eight months. I thought for a second it was a two-month-old baby and an eight-month-year-old. But that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Put the drink down and read the news, Johnny. <clears throat> okay, going back. A neighbor saw the two oldest children wandering outside crying and called 110, which I think is the um, the number for an ambulance. Okay. Um, Police arrested Watanabe when she returned home. She was quoted as saying that she had gone out drinking with friends and thought that the children would be okay because they were asleep when she left. Well, she is 21 years old. And when you're 21 years old, pretty much, yeah, your brain doesn't work, especially when you're kind of like new to be of age. Like in Japan, uh, you can drink alcohol at the age of 20. So she's been drinking for probably, I don't know, maybe about a year or so, you know, legally. And uh, yeah, she's just not thinking about kids. <laughs> she's thinking about hanging out with her friends, getting her fade on. Oh, man. Oh, last line. The children were not harmed, police said. Well, thank God. That's awesome. Okay, well, um, yeah, she probably should have said that she thought her husband was home or something. All right. Well, I ain't no lawyer. I just Johnny. All right. Moving forward. uh, Story number two. Woman arrested after setting fire to her home. Our house in the middle of the street. Our house. And wait, that's not the madness song I want to sing. Our house. Our house. Our house is on fire. We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. What was that madness? Was that madness? It could have been madness. I don't know. It's madness that I don't know. 
<laughs> I'm a product of the 70s that grew up in the 80s and 90s. I should know all this stuff. Mm. I'm drinking a gin and tonic, by the way, and you should be too. If you're 21 years old or 20 years old or, or a legal drinking age in your country. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Woman arrested after setting fire to her home. Okay. Police in Masuda Shimane Prefecture said Saturday they have arrested a 40-year-old unemployed woman on suspicion of arson after she has set fire to her home where she lives with her ailing father. Uh-oh. This looks bad. Police said the woman's father, who is in his 70s, was has been hospitalized for some time and the woman was home alone when the fire began. Okay, well, that's good that the the father isn't there. Local police reported that the flames were seen coming from the first floor of the home at around 4 a.m. Friday. The woman ran out of the house and called 119. The fire was extinguished at around 6.15 a.m. Oh my goodness, that must have been a huge fire. Police said the woman has admitted to starting the fire, which destroyed most of the first floor, but gave no motive. Um, Yeah, she's a pyromaniac. That is probably the motive. Maybe she thought there's insurance or something. I don't know. Yeah, this is bad. Uh, What does it say? It says she's unemployed. So now she's unemployed and homeless. Ooh, that's a bad combination. I don't care where you live. If you're unemployed and homeless, uh, that's that's like, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that poor dad. The dad's 70. Now, 70's old, but it's not that old. It's not 80 years old, you know? I mean, 80, if you're in your 80s, that's pretty old. But 70, 70, you know, you're, you're kind of feeling the age, but you can still get around. You can, you can still go to the bar. I mean, there's a lot of, like, older timers that go to the bar, especially during happy hour, you know? And uh, yeah, they, they enjoy life. So this sucks that his house is burnt down. Um, I don't know. Maybe he can get insurance. I'm not sure. Hopefully he does. And uh, disowns his daughter, who is, how old is she? In her 40s. Oh my God. Yeah, I think she deserves to be homeless. Okay, um, next story. Story number three. Man arrested over abduction of teenager he met online. Oh, God. Oh, faders. Listen, if you got kids, uh, put on some kind of like parental control on your phone and whatever on your kids' phones and whatever you do, make sure that they don't have TikTok. TikTok is a big no-no. That and also Twitter. Actually, Twitter's a bad one too. Yeah, but anything that begins with T, have it off their phone. Anything with tea is bad. Instagram, eh, it's okay. Okay, this story took place in Yokohama. I love Yokohama. Yokohama is beautiful. Um, Police in Yokohama have arrested a 47-year-old unemployed man on suspicion of abducting a teenage girl and keeping her at his home for two weeks. Uh, kind of sounds like Silence of the Lambs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uncomfortable laugh. Uh, moving forward. According to police, Atsushi Iwamoto has admitted to the charge, Kyoto News reported. The girl was found in Iwamoto's house in Yokohama's Konan Ward at around 3.20 p.m. Uh, Friday. Her parents had reported her missing on July 29th. Police said Iwamoto, whose wife died last year, told them that he met the girl on a social networking site. Mm, I'm going for broke and I'm going to say TikTok. (laughs) I could be wrong. On July 28th, he said the girl had hinted she wanted to run away from her home and he posted a message saying he understood how she felt and asked if she would like to stay with him for a while. Uh, yeah, dude, if, if a teenager says she's going to run away, actually don't have any contact with teenagers. Yeah, <laughs> especially runaways. Oh, man. Yeah, they're they're not all together. Um, Iwamato met the girl the next day in front of a shop in Conan Ward and took her into his home. Police traced Iwamoto after analyzing surveillance camera footage taken outside the store where he met the girl and on the street near his residence. When police visited Iwamoto on Friday, the girl was sitting on his living room floor. She was not harmed, police said. Police said Iwamoto and the girl apparently did not go out during the two weeks as there was plenty of food in the house. I'm assuming a lot of instant ramen. He probably had this huge cupboard just full of instant ramen because way back in the day when I was single, that's pretty much all I had at my house. That and shochu. 
<laughs> Iwamoto was quoted by police saying that he felt sorry for the girl who told him she had an unhappy home life. You know, all right. This doesn't sound, I mean, this is bad. This this is definitely bad. Don't do this. But I mean, it just seems like the guy was lonely and he just wanted to hang out with somebody that was also probably equally as lonely. He just chose the wrong girl because she was underage. But I mean, if she was like 40 or 25 or something, and she's like, I just want to like run away from, you know, life, you know, and he's like, oh, come to my house, just hang out and play for cheesy or bridge or something. I don't know. That would have been way better, way better. Oh, my gosh. Because, I mean, the cops came in. She's sitting on the floor, probably eating instant ramen, watching some kind of a variety show on TV or something like that. I don't know. It just seems like maybe, I don't know, they're just two lonely people. Yep. So if you're lonely, hang out with people who are also lonely, but of age. <laughs> Anything over 25. It, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I don't know. From 20 to 26, you know, your head is all over the place. You know, you're, you're barely getting through college. You're hanging out with friends. You're partying all the time. You know, don't hang on with anybody under 26 if they're lonely, because, I mean, they're just crazy. <laughs> I was crazy when I was under 26, too, by the way. I, I was a DJing. I was a DJ. I was DJing. I was doing all sorts of crazy shit, just like probably you underage kids listening to this podcast are doing right now. Um. Okay. All right. Moving on. Hold on a second. Let me just. Oh, gin and tonic. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so refreshing with a little lime. Oh. The only problem is I got it in a plastic cup. <laughs> I feel like I'm homeless. <laughs> uh, gin and tonic. Oof. Woo. All right. Moving on. Okay. This uh, next story is a little peachy. <sighs> that was so stupid. 1,000 peaches stolen from Fukushima Orchard. Fukushima, about uh, 1,000 peaches were stolen from an orchard in Fukushima City on Thursday just before they were ready to be picked, police said. According to police, the wife of the grower, a man in his 70s. Yeah, see, check it out. This guy's in his 70s, and he's got a, he's got a farm. He's doing stuff. He's out and about. Okay, discovered the peaches missing from five trees at around 5 a.m. Thursday, Kyoto News reported. The stolen peaches were the popular Madoka variety and were valued at around 160,000 yen, which is basically 1,000, well, almost 2,000. Well, I guess, wait, the yen right now sucks. So in dollars, that's like a million dollars. <laughs> a million dollars worth of peaches were stolen. Um, the grower said the peaches were still on the tree on Wednesday afternoon. The grower's wife said she and her husband were heartbroken by the theft because the peaches were particularly good this year. Actually, uh, this, this variety of peach, uh, the uh, Madoka, are absolutely spectacular. And um, I'm going to be completely honest. Peaches in Japan are amazing. They are so good here. So, I mean, I would be heartbroken too. I mean, if I was like a farmer and I looked outside and all my peaches were gone and, and if they were the Madoka variety, because, oh my God, these peaches are the way peaches should taste. I mean, they are unbelievable. If you come to Japan around like midsummer, definitely invest in peaches. Even if you go to like a fruit store or a supermarket and you're like, oh, wow, these peaches are kind of strangely expensive. Hey, man, do your soul a favor and buy one of these peaches and just enjoy, man. They are so good. So good. Okay, moving forward. Police have stepped up patrols in several prefectures this year following a spat of fruit thefts since April, Fukushima is the second largest peach growing prefecture after Yamanashi. Uh, let's see. August is the peak season for peaches. There you go. Yep, that's right. Oh, man, that sucks. Oh, those peaches are so good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. A little out of my budget this year, but next year I am going to indulge. Is this a last story? Holy smokes. You know, when I read the stories by myself, I, I just blow through these. Oh, man, I, I thought I was going to be here for like an hour. It's been like five minutes. Holy jeez. I'm going to have another drink. Betters, hey, come pie, come pie, come pie. Oh, yeah. Oh, gin and tonic. Sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. If I knew the words to this song, it would be better for you to hear. Okay, and the last story, last story. 
men arrested for sticking sewing needles into the buttocks of ex-girlfriend's four-year-old son. Oh, this is despicable. Oh, man, this is just nasty. Uh, police in Anaka. Guma Prefecture have arrested a 29-year-old unemployed man on suspicion of abusing his former girlfriend's four-year-old son by sticking sewing needles into his buttocks. What the heck? This is insane. What? Why would you do this? Why would you do? What's the end game? Is this guy? Is this guy some kind of like a sicko? He's trying to like sew this kid's butt shut or something? What is going on? This guy's obviously insane. That's why he's the ex boyfriend yes don't date guys like this oh man according to police masaya komatsu who lives in kuriyama fukushima prefecture is accused of sticking four needles into the boy's buttocks between the end of february and early march what this is an ongoing thing what this year local media reported police said komatsu has denied the allegation what This is odd. The boy complained of pain and his mother took him to the hospital where doctors reported a case of possible child abuse to the local child welfare center. And that's the last of the news. We don't have anything else. We don't have anything. else. Where's the details in this story? There's no details whatsoever. So, I mean, wait, 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 wait. So, wait, February, March, from the end of February to early March. So, what? I'm assuming two weeks. What's this guy doing? He's like a ninja. He's like, like using smoke bombs and some other tactics, like sneak up to the kid and like stab him with like a sewing needle and then like disappear in the shadows of the night. What is going on? This is crazy. And why did it have to take like a couple of weeks or something for like the, the I guess the mom to report this to like the, the doctors or something. This is bizarre. This is really bizarre. There, there's more to this story. I mean, th- this seems like fake news. I mean, it's not, but it kind of seems like it because there, there, there should be more. Yeah, there, I don't know. Jeez, Louise. All right. Well, this is a weird story. This is a head scratcher to uh, end the show on. Sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Well, I just billboard the news, faders. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed reading it to you. Oh, my goodness. Actually, so, you know, gosh, this is weird. Usually when I do the news, I kind of go through two or three drinks. I still have like three-fourths of this drink. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, man. Well, okay, faders. Uh, Scott, I'm going to give you a little info on Scott. Scott is in a band called Creep Down, C-R-E-E-P-D-O-W-N. Google it. You might have to Google maybe Creep Down Japan or Creep Down Tokyo. But uh, yeah, they're on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, They're all over the place except for TikTok because good rock and roll does not belong on TikTok. Uh Uh-uh. But uh, yeah, Scott's band is super awesome. I love his band. It is fantastic. Um, yeah, their YouTube page. I got a couple of videos up there. Check them out. Uh, listen to them. Enjoy them. Support them. Uh, Scott's an awesome guy, as you guys all know. I love getting faded with Scott. He lives down the street from me. He's one of my favorite neighbors. And uh, yeah, so creep down. Creep down, creep down, creep down. Sweet creep down. Da-da-na-na-na. <laughs> So stupid. Oh my God. And uh, yeah, support Got Fit in Japan. Go to iTunes. Give us a five star review and write something groovy. Please do that. Share the show with a friend. That is free too. And if you got a couple of bucks in your pocket, go to Patreon. Sign up. Support us. Give us your money. We need your money. The economy is going bad. Bad. It's hard to do this show every week sometimes. We got to make money. But if we could do this show, if actually, faders, get this. If like a hundred of you guys out there signed up for the Patreon, we would do this show nonstop. We'd have like daily shows for you. In fact, we'd have like all sorts of crazy shit because we'd be able to support ourselves by doing this show. Wouldn't that be insane? I mean, I'm I'm so jealous of those guys that like all they do is podcasts. That's that's their job. Yeah, my job's podcasting. I'm a professional podcaster. My God. <laughs> they probably don't say naughty words or cover bizarre news on their podcasts. That's what we do. And I think that's uh, 
kind of what keeps. Well, actually, we're located in explicit. And actually, you know what? That's fucking punk rock. I, you know, I take that back. That's where I want to be. I want to be an explicit. I want to be fucking hardcore, man. Because the thing is, that's who I am, and that's where I belong. And that's where that's what that's what you guys love. I mean, you're listening to us right now. So anyway, yeah, tell a friend, tell a friend, and uh, yeah, do that. And uh, we're all over SNS social media. So yeah, just Google Got Fitted Japan, support us, check us out. We got tons of stuff. Um, I actually. Uh, me and the guys, we upload stuff on uh, Facebook and on Instagram every single day. So if you check out our Instagram, holy smokes, every single day you're getting some funny stuff, man. And it's all Japan stuff. So, yeah, if you love Japan, if you love all the weird stuff that we talk about, yeah, sign up for the Instagram. It helps us out. And uh, we love doing it for you guys. Well, on that note, well, hold on. Mm. Mm. Hold on. Mm. Uh, on that note, I need to get a new drink. <laughs> Faders, thank you so much. It's so great fading with you guys. And uh, yeah, sorry that we fucked up the um, the news last night. Hey, we were faded. Well, at least I was. Anyway, uh, peace. We'll see you later. Later. Peace. Adios. Go back yourself. Whatever. Sweet Carolina. Well, brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Never forgive your ass for this shit. This is a fucked up repugnant shit. Suicide. 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 Suic